Welcome to the Ashley and Grace podcast show. We're two moms with kids that have special needs. We're sharing our journey because we want you to know you are not alone. Let's get to it. It's Kimberly from the Ashley and Grace podcast show, and I am truly happy to be back on this mic with you guys here to share. We took some time off. We're trying to get those schedules together, but nonetheless, I am here to share and to help you feel as though you are not alone because you are not. You are not alone on this journey. If you are parenting a child with special needs, please. Know that you are not alone. I need you to know that. So Vidi's not here, but she'll be back on air at some point. Life gets busy, smacks you around, but the most important thing is to get back up and keep moving. So what am I talking about today? I am talking about services, services that you may get for your kiddos. It could be OT, it could be PT, it could be BI, which is behavior it can be it could be feeding therapy it could be any therapy that you music therapy i don't know our kids need a variety of things and which is so awesome that is so many different companies out here that offer these services you can either get them through the school if they're school age or you're probably dealing with a private sector depending upon where you are in the world What I want to talk about, though, is something that just happened to me, which is it's happened before. But sometimes you get the you get a caregiver or you get a therapist that's really special to you and those services in. They move on, they transition, they decide to do something else or scheduling doesn't work out. And you find yourself saying bye bye to a therapist that you fell in love with. It definitely has happened before, but I guess the older Grace gets, the harder it gets for me. And it's the funny thing is my sister asked me, uh, how does Grace feel? I know it's a whole traumatic thing. And I said, you know what? I think it's more traumatic for me than it is Grace um, because anyone new coming in should be able to figure out ways to adapt to her, whereas I am different because I am used to the services of someone else and if they took really good care of your kiddos that is just a little tougher so that's what I'm talking about because I believe we're all here at some point if you have kids that get the speech therapy the behavior therapy the occupational therapy the physical therapy whatever it may be at one point grace had feeding therapy and that was kind of cool and it only lasted for a little bit because the company ended up canceling their um that program that they had and ended up happening we would have to travel very far for it so i was like teach me the techniques because i'm gonna get her to eat I'm going to do the feeding therapy with her because I was not driving an hour for her to have feeding therapy. And that's another issue, too. I am hoping that you guys are able to get good services in your area where you don't have to drive very far 
I know that could be a pain. I've been very, very blessed, and I understand that this may not be the case for everybody, but I've been very, very blessed for our service center to be right up the block from our home. And trust me, I know that is a blessing because I know that is not the case for everyone. Grace went from getting services in the home where she was receiving everything at home and all the people, the service people would come to my home and give her her PT and they would work with her in the front room to as she got older and it transitioned to school that we ended up getting them through the school and the school started providing everything and we still kept a couple of services through the center so we went to the center there were times we've gone to the center which like I said was down the street from our house and there are times that they've come to our house which kind of works out and there are times that we've split it up where we would do one at home especially if we met multiple times in the week we would do one at home maybe two at home and one at the center or whatever worked for grace and that's always very helpful Um, When you're looking for a different environment to engage the child in because you know that your children are, our children are different, like all kids. Our kids are different at school than they are at home. So being able to switch up those environments are great. So I am going through a transition right now of her ending her BI services with one particular person which was pretty awesome with grace it was her first male and he was so good with her i think that authority for the female the male authority just being there like helped her tremendously so we're gonna miss him and i'm wishing him the best but for me that's a tough one so i'm kind of putting it out there i just want anyone who may be going through this to um, let you know you are not alone. Now, Grace is 12, so she's had therapy pretty much all her life. So we've had other people, and they've all been pretty amazing. We've had a few crackers in the barrel as well (laughs) that, that we've had to switch up. And I encourage you, if you feel like it is not a right fit for your child, speak up and let the people know look, this person is not working out for me. I would like to hold out services until you can get someone. I would not even waste time. If you don't feel like your child is benefiting, speak up and move on because it's a waste of time. If you don't feel like your child is getting anything out of it and it becomes more agitating. So I want to encourage you to speak up And ask for the things you need. Like if you really need more from your coordinator, like you get people to come to your house, but they also have a supervisor. Know that they might have several kids that they see. So that supervisor, you don't get to see them all the time, but they do have a schedule. So kind of know their schedule so you can make sure that they are checking in on you and that they are putting people in your child's vicinity that will be able to give them what they need because they're supposed to work for you. You don't, you're not doing them a favor. They get paid. So make sure you speak up and you let them know, Hey, I think my kid, or what do you think? Do you think we should, can explore this or that? And really listen to them when they brief you because you know your child better than anyone. And sometimes you probably can give them valuable information that would help them. So 
I'm encouraging you to be super, super, super involved, not just with the therapist, but also with the supervisor. Because that supervisor is going to be able to get you what you need. If you say, I need someone with a stronger disposition, that's their job to listen to you and be able to deliver to you what what you need. So I was saying that Grace was ending these services uh, and she didn't actually, she had another one on her case. Maybe, I want to say less than a year he's been with her, but in less than a year he made a super big impact. And so that's why I guess for me it's a little hard to transition on, not so much for Grace. And then we had the idea because she is 12 to maybe pull back from services and do more parent training which is pretty awesome because I feel like I'm really involved and I know a lot but now I'm working directly with the coordinator where we're going to come up with life skills that we want Grace to conquer so I like being pulled in on this end and if we can explore a little time here and then maybe go back to the services if we need it So um, as your child gets older, services will begin to look different because your child is going to need different things. So now that Grace is older and we feel like we maxed out on some of the things, we're going to try something different. So that's why the coordinator is going to come in and she's really a supervisor. She's been Grace's supervisor. And what I like about her is she wants Grace to win. That's another thing. Make sure your supervisor, coordinator, whoever is over the person in your home knows your child, has spent time around your child. They're not just charting. They're not just taking notes when they come. No, they really have got to know your child. That way they can put the plans in place for your child to win and to maximize on those services the best, okay? is very, very important. If they don't know your child, it is a disservice because they're just giving out things to do. And it may not, it may and may not work for your child, which a lot of things may not work, but it can eliminate some things if you both are on the same page and you, oh no, that's not going to work. Our house isn't structured like that. Or no, my time isn't structured for me to be able to put energy into that. So know yourself, know your supervisor, And, of course, we know our kiddos because we are caretaking for them all the time. So I just actually am going to jump to IEPs because we just had IEP on, oh, yesterday? (laughs) Yeah, we just did IEP yesterday. So to make this timeless, (laughs) 2020 March, letting everybody know this was Grace's IEP, which is always a great meeting. I'm going to be totally honest here. This is the first time I've ever signed the document in IEP because, you know, you can take that document home. You never have to sign it right there. And I was so happy that they actually gave Grace everything that in my mind she needed and a little bit more. So I was like, oh, okay, like I really don't have to take this home. But of course, Oh, Mama Kim laying in the bed at night saying, maybe I should have reviewed something. It was one new particular question on there that has not been asked before. That question was, can we bill your medical insurance? Now, I checked the box and I'm questioning myself behind it. So I'm asking a few questions from other people because I signed it 
And I was like, medical insurance, yeah, I don't like whatever. Like that's between you guys. And if you guys can get some of the services she's receiving in school, it's still her services. So now my question is, is it going to cut into some of her other services? So that's going to be my question. And guess what? Amend, amend, amend. Don't be afraid to go back and say, you know what? I signed something and I, I thought about it. I didn't really get a chance. You have that right to go back and say, let me look into something. I acted on an impulse or whatever the case. So I just want to encourage you. You got those IEPs. My thing is I always take them home to look at them. I've done that. Like I said, Grace is 12. I've done that 11, 10 plus years. Always take them home. Always look at it and send it back the next day or even wait for a couple of days and let it sit. And you can do that. With any IEP, you are not you do not have to sign it right then. You can always look it over just in case you didn't know. So I've shared about services ending and exploring new people. Make sure you get what works for you. If that if if someone comes in and they don't work for your family, move on. Move on. It, your child deserves the right fit. And I, and I don't mean tedious things. I mean, your child is getting what you really believe your child needs. So that's know you're the person working with your child and really know that supervisor. Make sure that supervisor knows your child. The other thing was about IEP. I had talked about signing a document just in case you didn't know. And if you didn't know what IEP is, individual education plan for a child. Most kids who get services at school has one, have one. So... If you didn't know that you can take that document home and you can sign it later and send it back to the school, I just gave you that. This is Kimberly. This is the Ashley and Grace podcast show. We're glad to be up. Got some new things coming your way. Check us out. Ashley and Grace podcast show. Thank you for tuning in.